Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Hey, this is Allison Kay. We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics on this episode, and that is the world of retail and shopping and um, how to increase profitability by using technology. So we have a wonderful guest. She founded her company when she was 25. She is a part of the French Forbes 30 under 30, and she's got great wisdom for you, whether this is your industry or not. So I would love to welcome Charlotte Giorno to the program. Uh, Charlotte, introduce yourself to the Disruptive CEO Nation world. Uh, so, uh, hello everyone. So I'm Charlotte Journeau. I'm the founder and CEO of Fushibam. Uh, Fushibam is a French company. We invested 8 million euros in research and development to develop a retail app technology, wet level, um, that mirror local retail environment and allow retailers to integrate a local marketplace to sell online their physical inventory. The first idea was to reconcile the online and the physical business and to build a proper omnichannel platform uh, for um, physical big players. So, and, and here's what we've got to love is, you know, not everybody is equipped to invest that money in the technology to, as you said, partner their their in-person retail environments and their e-commerce retail environments. And so I love how your company steps in. Um, Tell us a little bit more about if I was a new client first coming to you, um, tell me a little bit about more about the services. And also, I know it's got a lot of data and analytics also tied to it. Uh, yeah, so if you were a client, let's say that you are um, uh, um, a retail players doing uh, a real estate players uh, doing some malls, for instance, um, uh, we will deploy our technology, which is based on machine learning. We have like three main platform, uh, three main modules, three main elements. So we will first uh, deploy the marketplace, enabling every tenant to get into the, this marketplace without having to make some specific developments. Uh, this is a very important point because if you want to get today, uh, before Wishbam, if you were to get into marketplaces, you, you really need to, de- to do some specific development to fit uh, to the marketplace, um, to the marketplace um, constraint, technical constraint, we build in fact the platform all the way around to uh, to adapt yourself to the to the players constraint. So it means that if you are a Nike, uh, if you are uh, Galerie Lafayette, if you are uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, um, Leclerc and so on, you can get into uh, our client's marketplace uh, in only like one days and without developing specific things. Uh, and compared to other marketplaces, such as uh, Zalando, for instance, for fashion, 
if you want to get into Zalando, it take it can take um, like one year, and and inner side is just one day. And I I was gonna I was gonna ask you to repeat that you said one day. Yeah. So fantastic. Hey, I know from our conversations that um, you come from a retail family. So tell us a little bit about your journey uh, to do this bold endeavor and found it at the age of 25, you know, so tell us how you got to that point. Yes. In fact, uh, I was, uh, I was working for a consulting firm, working for a very, very big, um, company, uh, that was trying to reconcile online and physical. And I identified that it was very hard in the company because of the um, IT structure, but also because of the mindsets. Uh, in fact, uh, physical um, people working for the retail, the, the physical retail uh, was considering the online part as competitors and not, un- uh, not understanding that in fact, online and retail, online, online, sell, online retail and physical retail could build something like even more strong. So, um, so in fact, uh, I identified that it was not the good way to do so. I tried to understand why. And as I'm from um, a retailer family, I mean, my, my grandmother has some well, still, uh, still own two shops, uh, Place Italie in France. And also my father is in real estate. He is building shopping malls. I really understood what what was at stake in mm-hmm. terms of um, in terms of markets, but also in terms of uh, constraints. So that's the reason why when we build Wishiban platform, we build a platform easy to deploy that answer the constraints of the shopping centers of owners, but also the constraints of the the tenants. Uh, which means that in the shopping centers, for instance, you have uh, 200 different tenants and it has to be very easy for them. And the constraint of the operational team to fit uh, the customer expectation. And uh, so we did it, uh, first of all, for uh, an outlet, the village outlets. Uh, it was the first uh, omnichannel outlet in the world. So we were very proud of it. In terms of figures uh, today, um, thevillageoutlet.com, so which is the the website based on the tenants um, stock uh, for live stock um, is representing 28% of additional revenue for them. And this outlet became in only three years the second outlet in Europe in terms of sales um, with a huge impact of uh, increased footfall. So it was very interesting for them. And now we're deploying our solution in in Europe for outlets, retail parks, shopping centers. And my idea was really to reconcile online and physical and also to help uh, smaller players uh, to fight against very big platforms, such as Amazon, for instance. So uh, during the COVID, we deployed our solution in city centers, it means that, um, in fact, we've built a um, local marketplace based on uh, every independent store's inventories. 
And today, if you if you if you leave, for instance, well, even if if you don't leave, but uh, you can buy from uh, you can buy from, for instance, Angers Shopping, which is the market the local marketplace we've built for Angers. Uh, Angers is uh, is the it's I think that in the top ten city uh, cities in France in terms of uh, population, uh, you can buy directly and pay just once. Uh, from uh, I don't know maybe 10 different stores and so this is Wishibam Marketplace also we deploy your uh, Wishibam Databot and Wishibam OMS to enable all these different stores different different sorry uh, uh, digital maturity um, uh, personality and so on to integrate easily this platform and in fact we, we've launched Angers Shopping in only 15 days so it means that uh, it can go fast um, and it works very well uh, for instance for for independent that uh, that really uh, uh, invests sometimes uh, uh, on the platform it generates something around 70 it can generate sorry something around 70% of their revenue. So it can be huge. Well, and, and Charlotte, so- I, I want to, I just want to pause there because I, I really, I appreciate that this isn't just a, a, a e-commerce solution. What I love, and, and I want to also pause so our listeners know your website is wishabam.com. So it's uh, W-I-S-H-B-A-M.com. And you've got some videos and some stories, but what I really appreciate about what the mission is, is, you know, we don't want to have all this empty real estate and yeah, exactly. we, we don't want to have, as you said, just these big players, uh, taking up everything, even though I admit I am, I'm probably, you know, make too many purchases from Amazon out of convenience, but it's, it's that convenience factor. And I could have that convenience factor in other ways, I would change my buyer habits in a heartbeat. And, and also, that's what well, I love about what you're doing. Yeah, thank you so much. And also, I think that it, what is also very interesting is that, in fact, we've built, so Wishiban Platform is a, is a SaaS solution. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's in white level. So we found Wishiban name didn't appear. But also what is very interesting is that when we've built Wishiban Platform, we aim at helping building a profitable retail which means that in fact in my point of view reconciling online and physical retail is the only way to do some profitable retail um i think that free delivery free return uh, the increase in 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 uh in the marketing uh, you have to spend online to be to be to be to be visible make online pure players small online pure players mm-hmm. not profitable and which is not fair is that as it is the new economy they didn't fight with the same with the same things i mean today it's not possible to open a store and not to be profitable but it's possible to open a website and not to be profitable because everyone is okay with that but the idea is that at the end of the day it will not work so it means that the risk is that these online pro players could kill the like retail actors and then implement new rules, increasing price, uh, 
putting delivery uh, um, more expensive and so on. So the idea is just is just to help with the technology physical players to build something strong to bring football into store uh, football sorry into stores and to leverage their their physical authority to also generate online revenue so it really creates um a, um a vir- virtuous uh, circle in terms of uh, in terms of business yeah and and, and i think you know the the I hate to use the word trickle down, but as you said, we can't kill the retail actors and it, the repercussions of not being a, a healthy um, city, city center, robust marketplace. And, and right now we see it as we're recording this interview, we're still living with COVID and I live outside of the city of Chicago and, you know, it's not having people out and about is just killing retail but but it's not only that you can't kill your your real estate you can't kill you know commerce at a fundamental level not everything in the world can be completely on online so um i want to go back when you and i talked you talked about getting more experience in the retail industry clearly you shared with our listeners your story about um about going up in a family where you had exposure to the retail industry and business but you also um did some work outside of France and outside of the continent of Europe in China and New York. Tell us about why you chose to go have these other international experiences along your journey. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I think that is very interesting to, to, to go and to really understand other culture. So I did um, some studies in, in, in Shanghai uh, it was very interesting because it's a new economy. So, um, so the economy is built um, like on the new um, uh, consumers' behavior. For instance, in in China, online is representing fifty percent of the total retail, where uh, in France it's only twelve percent. Because in fact, Chinese people that as money like buy online and physically like. Um, the same way found the uh, found in the same time. So you said that in China, fifty percent of the retail is conducted online. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Didn't realize that. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge, and it was very interesting for me to to go and to live in China, um, and then I, I, I came back and I went to New York. But in New York, I did some project finance. Uh, project finance was very interesting because it's not like entrepreneurs, but it's it's interesting like understanding how like physical players raise money <laughs> uh, because we really understand what is at stake for them. Uh, and then I came back because of my mother. <laughs> she was crying too much. She missed you too much. Well, let's talk about the money side because you are a a sole founder, which I think is is interesting in and of it of itself. How did you go about getting the initial um, money to uh, get the business off the ground? You clearly said you've raised eight, you've invested eight million mm-hmm. euros in technology alone. So, where did you get your financing and funding from? Yes, in fact, we 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 raised uh, like. 60 million, six, six, sorry, million euros. And then 
we were profitable, so it means that we reinvest uh, money in the technology. Now mm -hmm. we are, uh, we're working on another fundraising, much more important. And at the very beginning, um, I think that I, I was lucky. I was uh, uh, on a trendy um, on a trendy business, so it was easier for uh, for me to to raise money, and I leveraged the experience I had on about retail. Uh, yeah. Well, how do you, um, I know you, you're a part of different groups. I know that you are on, are on the executive board, um, of, uh, French prop tech. So where do you go to get your leadership advice or, or wisdom to help you in your role as a CEO, as, as you're growing and expanding the business? Uh, I'm not sure I understood the question. Well, let me, yeah, let me rephrase it. Do you, do you have um, groups that you belong to, a specific mentor, uh, yeah. a leader? Do you have books that you read or podcasts? Where, where do you go to yeah, help? Yeah, of course. I love contacts. Yeah, uh, I read a lot of books about business. I know that the life is not like as it, it is in the books, but I read a lot <laughs> of books. I really enjoyed it. And um, I, I love reading books about like entrepreneurs to really understand how it, how in fact they manage to 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 grow mm -hmm. i also uh, listen to a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts i think it's very interesting to um to really feel because podcast is very different uh, it's easier to uh, to rewrite the story when when you know when you are done and I think that on podcasts, people like or tell more things and it's like much more, for me, it's much more interesting. So I, I love uh, listening to podcasts. Also, my, my, my husband is an entrepreneur. So uh, in fact, we like, we have a lot of entrepreneurs around, around us. And, and so I think that I'm, I'm a, I build an ecosystem enabling me to to grow and 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 I really need to to um I really need uh, sorry I really need to uh, to to conf in fact to grow I really need to confront to confront sorry my ideas so uh, um I I I build an ecosystem of friends working in the same industry but also in other industries because I think that's it's very interesting to meet very fun, different people from different different uh, ways. You, you have like different perspectives, so um, so it's nice. And after uh, I'm very invested in like women in tech, in also the prop tech industry, and I think that I'm really passionate about the prop tech industry, and I'm passionate about business. So um, I'm kind of like love talking about business with people all the time well I do too that's why that's why I do this I I have the joy of of hearing all of these unique business stories so Charlotte because you said it I'm I'm going to uh, lean into asking you um you said podcast people are more real and authentic what is something looking back today that was maybe a, a tough lesson or something you wish you had known a little bit more about as you went down the path of, of building Wishabam? Uh, 
anything that caught you by surprise or that you were like, wow, this is a little bit more difficult than I thought it was going to be? Uh, Everything is more difficult than (laughs) expected. In fact, I think that when you were 25, you want to be an entrepreneur. And I think that you didn't realize how much work you will need and how tough it can be. I think it's tough because, in fact, I think that you're really alone um, because you have like to find the good people, you have to motivate these people, you have to find clients, you have to motivate your clients, you have to find funds, you have to, you know. And in fact, at the end of the day, you kind of exhausted to 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 put all this energy in in, in building something and in fighting all the times because uh, in fact, I feel like I'm fighting all the times, but I think that it fits with more pers- personality because uh, I love, in fact, I'm a little bit crazy. I love being stressed and I, and I love having like ups, up and down. So uh, I, I think it's good for me, but for some people it could be like order. And um, in terms of fun, I, I did a lot of mistakes um of course and obviously uh the first the first mistake was not really a mistake but is that in fact i learned that in the tech industry you have a lot of people that sell um before having the product and and in my in my in my in my case i didn't did that it means that in fact I wait maybe a little bit too long to sell the product because I want to, I wanted to have like the perfect product. And so maybe it was, it was not, it was not the things to do, but I was lucky. So it it worked, but, but uh, I think that uh, it's easier. Fine. It's easier. I think you have to, to, to have a good product to sell it. But I think that no one will have the, the perfect product. So it's okay to build the project with your clients and, you know, not to sell for the first clients uh, a product that is like incredibly, um, um, incredibly like finished. I don't know how to yeah, say. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It's, it's like if you're too comfortable before you put it out there, you're putting it out there too late. Yeah. And yeah. So, so uh, I... I definitely appreciate that. Well, obviously you've done a lot of things, right? Um, Currently you're in five different countries. And the second thing, but it's very hard for me, it's knowing how to separate from, from, not separate from people, but you know, uh, you have to say stop to someone who doesn't fit the company anymore. Uh Um, And sometimes it can be hard because uh, it's someone who is, who were who was sorry at the very beginning with you in in the in the in this story and and you know the company is growing and and then uh, it's not matching anymore because uh, you do not have the same the same needs and and yeah and sometimes it could be very difficult to you know to just say okay it's not fun we have to 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 separate so. I appreciate that. There's, there's a lot of stories of, you know, who, who starts it with you isn't necessarily who's going to be there for the long haul. And, and it is so hard. I mean, even running any business, um, you know, people can even just, you know, 
not keep up to the challenge of, of the positions or not grow. And so I, I really think that's authentic insight that it's, it's hard to separate from those people who were with you at the beginning of the story. I, I think Charlotte, that is absolutely spot on and, and appreciate you sharing that. So where I was going is you've done a lot of things, right? You um, currently wish BAMs in five countries uh, you have got an eye on expansion. So I like to ask my guests, if we came back and talked to you in two or three years, what's the story that you're going to be telling us then? Where, where are you taking this next? Um, I, I, I hope we, we will be proud of having helped a lot of like retailers to, to rethink their business and to rebuild it. At the age of digital, I, I would be glad to reinforce the the, the countries where we are, uh, which means like Italy, Belgium, UK, Spain, uh, um, Nor- Norway, and also to to up to have opened like some new countries. Um, I would love to come back in the US. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe uh, in three years, we we will be about to open an office there. <laughs> Let's see. And uh, yeah, I, I really want to really, really I, I, I build Wushiban because I had a vision about like the new retail and, and what I wanted for, for retail. And I just had a little girl and I, I do not want my, my daughter to, to live uh, in a cities where like where you do not find some little shops or even like big shops. But uh, but you know I found that uh, the fast delivery and and an Amazonized world would be very sad. So so yeah, I hope that the the product we we are building will really help um, major players to uh, to keep existing. In fact, yeah, and I think that's so so critical and I wish you all the success in the in the world so if if people want to get a hold of you or find out more where should they go what should they do Uh, so you can uh, they can do uh, they can go sorry in my website wishibam.com w-i-s-h-i-b-a-m and uh, follow me on LinkedIn I'm not good on Twitter, but <laughs> well, we'll put your we'll put your details in the in the <laughs> session description. Um, so thank you so much for being a guest. Thank and you so much for our listeners. If Charlotte shared something that you think somebody else needs to hear, please forward a copy of this episode along. Um, and also, we always love reviews. And if you loved this story, then maybe pick up my book, Building Your Brand, Make Business Happen in a Global Economy, where we have case studies of lots of other great entrepreneurs. Charlotte, it's been a delight. We wish you nothing but success. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. Thank you so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.